Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason, joined again by Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Dom. Triple D's. Here we are. We had two amazing, amazing Game 7 outcomes out there. Two teams eliminated. And surprisingly, they were the top two seeds in the conference. So we'll get Not right into Surprisingly, that. we've been talking about it all season. It's not surprising both at all. The first and the second? First and second. That's what I'm saying. The top two seeds both. Oh, lives. I thought you meant the – okay. That was a confusing way to say it. But, yeah, we had two great games. That's why I do that. Anyway, we got two, we had two great game sevens <laughs> and another spectacular game one, so three amazing <laughs> playoff games. So let's get right into it. The Bucks beat the Nets on the road, game seven, in overtime, 115-111. They withstood another great KD performance, 48 points, nine rebounds, six assists for him. James Harden, five of 17, two of 12 from deep, but 22 points. For the Bucks, though, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he finally did it, man. 40 points, 13 rebounds. He just had to be close enough. Chris Middleton struggled as well, 9, 26, 23 points. But Darnell, what did you see out of this one? Great performance out of Giannis. Uh, 16 to 24 from the field, 13 rebounds, 40, like you said. Um, really impressive. Um, Chris Middleton, he had a really clutch turnaround mid range in the paint to kind of seal the game for him. And I mean, it was, a, it was so many big plays down the stretch that were made by the Bucks. And it was just really impressive to see. Drew Holiday really struggled. He was 5 of 23 for the field with 13 points, but even he came through at the end and, and gave him some some big moments. And there was Pat Connaughton off the bench with nine. I thought that was something that was a big difference between them and, and the Nets because obviously the Nets had no bench scoring. It was all of the starters, and KD gave it all he had. It was an overtime game. Kevin Durant forced it in overtime with – what could have been a game winning three had he not got his foot on the line, but James he Harden wasn't James. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. James Harden wasn't the James Harden that we've known in the regular season. I don't know if it could be a combination of his injury and just his overall postseason struggles, but he wanted no parts of the big moment. And I, at the end of the game, it was a moment where James Harden, where Kevin Durant passed the ball to James Harden because he clearly just didn't have it. And he gave it right back. And it's like, all right, I'm trying to Thanks tell you. That. Thanks for that. <laughs> exactly. And he ended up forcing up a bad shot. Well, it wasn't really a bad shot. It was kind of a bad <laughs> shot he could get at the moment. But you got to give credit to Drew Holiday for staying, staying solid defensively and guarding Katie at the top of the key. And forcing him to take a fadeaway three with no legs. So that was the biggest – well, that was the, pretty much the, the game sealer right there. And Joe Harris, uh, no show. You got some production from Blake Griffin. But this wasn't anywhere near close to what we expected when we saw this next team put together. So with the injuries to Kyrie Irving and James Harden throughout the season, it's just been tough for these guys to get it together and – we should have known that without the continuity, continuity that it wouldn't be easy for them to just roll throughout the roll the NBA, but they did it through stretches in the regular season. So it, you got to give credit to the Bucks for, for beating a juggernaut in the Brooklyn Nets. 
Yeah, I think it was more so we didn't know who was going to beat them. Like, we thought the Lakers could only because they won a championship. But we didn't know, you know what I mean, what team would be able to do it. You ever thought this yeah. series, I didn't really believe the Bucs were going to win. Well, till Kyrie went down, I didn't really believe it. And then even when KD had that explosion, I was like, all right, the Nets are going to figure out a way to win one of these two. But, I mean, again, give the Bucs a lot of credit. Give Giannis a lot of credit, man. All that hard work. All hard work, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Dom, what were your thoughts on this? <clears throat> I mean, I don't even I don't think it was the lack of continuity. I don't think it's, you know, I think if they all played, they would have figured it out. It's just the fact that they didn't play. They looked perfectly fine against Boston. It took a Tatum, it took Tatum going for 50 and Kemba having 30 in order for them to um in order for them to win a game. So, you know, it, it really did take, like, a huge offensive explosion. And I don't see I, – I never saw the Bucks doing that. I never saw Giannis going for 50 and um, what's it called, and Middleton going for – well, Middleton can go for 30, obviously, but unless they both had, like, 40 and 40 and got help from somebody else. But then I wouldn't know who the third scorer would be because, as we know, Drew isn't the best offensive player. He's a, he's a good defensive player. He did make some – big baskets down the stretch to, you know, almost help seal it. Well, he almost help seal some game shots. He couldn't, have, yeah. couldn't go two for 23. <laughs> well, well he, he made some big baskets down the stretch. And I was, I was talking to somebody, and we were discussing the trade. And I was like, I didn't, you know, I, me, me and Demetrius, I don't know about Darnell. I don't think Darnell was on the podcast yet. But me and Demetrius, we talked about how neither of us really liked the trade for the the Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, and three first for Drew Holiday. And, you know, do y'all think that if Eric Bledsoe was here instead of Drew Holiday, it would have been the same result? No. Do you, no. You, you, think Drew, you think Drew Holiday did make the difference? Eight assists. Drew's a better player than, than Eric Bledsoe, man. Like He is, he is a better and, player. And, than and George Hill's not really – don't do much, but honestly, the three first round draft picks was really to keep Giannis happy. So, with all of that, I think it was worth it. Eight assists and one turnover. So, that's pretty good. As he was shooting, and it was pathetic. It was off. It was rough out there. The thing with the Bucks was they had seven turnovers and they got 18 offensive rebounds. All that led to 14 more shots. Yeah, Drew, I think Drew did have a big offensive rebound towards the end as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Drew, Drew in the clutch, Drew really did, you know, come crazy. So, you know, that was a big part. But, you know, for, for the Nets, you know, Joe Harris has just been struggling all series. He looked terrible. And he if if anybody choked, it was him. He really yep. had no idea what to do in the in the big moment. I won't blame Harden. You know, he's had his playoff woes before in the past, but he was clearly hampered. And when players are dealing with injury, you know, they're just not going to be the same out there. So James Harden, you know, he didn't do too much out there. But again, that was expected. He was pretty much just there to be the point guard and get everybody else involved. But if the main player he's there to get involved, you know, is shooting one for 14 every game, then... You know, it's only so much he's going to be able to do out there. He did get to the free throw line early. You know, he got like seven free throws in the first quarter. He hit a couple threes, but he just didn't provide any 
James Harden type nights. And then Kevin Durant, he did everything he could. And he, he tried to seal the – you know why he tried to seal the game away because he was gassed. He had no more energy. He had played 48 minutes the one game. Then he played um 40 minutes the next game. And then this time he played all 53. He just had no energy left in the tank. And like you said, Blake was there to help him, but Blake Blake was there. Harden was there a little bit, but it was really just them. And if I was Steve Nash, I was saying this. If I was Steve Nash and I just saw, what's his name, Joe Harris just struggling like that, I would have been like, all right, you already not giving me much on defense either. So I would just try to sham it out there, see what sham it could do. Maybe sham it could have hit some of the shots. But Joe Harris just wasn't it. And if if Kyrie's going to be hurt and James Harden's going to be half, you know, half of what he could be, then it was going to come down to Joe. And he just wasn't good enough in the big stage. So a bunch of things. One, Joe Harris, I see your point. He did have nine rebounds, and they were so bad getting rebounds. Like they were really bad. They kind of needed any semi-opportunity they could get at getting a rebound. And that would be a huge – now, I might have taken John for Jeff Green, to be honest, but – Was Jeff um, Green not th- there down the stretch? Nope. Jeff Green played 13 minutes. I know Blake got it. oh, wow. I didn't know he – it's probably because he was – I don't think he was shooting well, so they probably just took him out after that. He didn't, he didn't even take once. a shot. Can you take a shot? Nope. Nah. Wow. But he did He did get three fouls in his 13 minutes. He went in there late in this first half and fouled Giannis. They had Bruce Brown in there the whole game, though, because Bruce was giving – Bruce was really good with production, um, just to give him another person who can pass, but he also was going to the back. Oh, yeah, he did play 52 minutes with them. Yep. And Blake – Blake was phenomenal until he fouled out, for real. Um, yeah. But once he fouled out, that kind of – that kind of was the game. They had a two-point lead, no T, and then obviously, like, like we just said three times – Blake fouled out uh, fouling Giannis, and they just couldn't do anything. I mean, they weren't really doing anything in overtime anyway. KD was trying to be a distraction, a decoy, and let somebody else score, and nobody else could do it. James couldn't. Joe Harris missed an open three, which would have really won them the game. My man Joe lost his spot on the dream team. Tough scene, man. All he had to do was hit – all he had to do was just—he didn't even have to go forty-eight like the regular season. He just had to go forty percent. I saw a stat that said uh, Joe Harris has shot five of twenty-seven from his last from, in his last twenty-seven three-point attempts. Jesus God, man! Wow. Yeah, he can't do anything with that. Um, since we talking, since we talking about the Brooklyn Nets, it was a report that Spencer Dinwiddie. Going to reject his player op- player option and going to become an unrestricted free agent. I think that's kind of important for their future. Well, he he didn't play, but it, I mean, it depends on he's. I think he I think he opted out just because you know he's going to want a bigger contract and shit like that. But it's it all going to depend on whether Brooklyn wants to resign him. I mean. This point, let me get rid of Joe Harris' dumbass contract and resign him. Yeah, that's tough to get rid of that contract, though. Not after how he just showed. He led the league in three points. He did play awful, but it's not. It's not like Porzingis 
tough to me because Porzingis has a bigger contract. Tavares' contract isn't that bad. Yeah, it's, it's not still scary. like what 70, 70 million? Man, Bertans got that. Man, Who he you was bad, but he wasn't Bertans bad. Yeah, Bertans. And again, I would I the would six even, are right here. I would, he would love Joe Harris, even if he misses every shot. I would even I would even look at motherfucking uh what's it called? Bertans. I would even think about it. Cause again, you look at the team he's on, he's the only three point shooter. So all the attention was always on him. Well, maybe but when, if he goes the to problem Brooklyn, was what the issue was when Kyrie got hurt, Joe Harris became the only three point shooter. That's when he got scared. <laughs> yeah. It was at that moment he became afraid. <laughs> right then he turned right into an icicle here's what yeah. I'll say though because I did want to say something um, I can't blame James Harden for this he had way too many t- he was just so loose with the ball for no reason at a lot of points I was like damn it would be like Katie would be trying to put you know, the foot on the pedal, trying to just give him some gas, get to the, the end. He would just do something dumb. It's way too many turnovers, bad shots. I know he's hurt, but there's a game where we just need you to kind of at least adjust the way that you're – you're you got to adjust to the moment. He was 2 of 12 from deep, but 5 of 17 from the field. So even though he's hampered, he could still do – I saw him shoot floaters. That's all he had to do. Yeah. We just watched somebody win, go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Watch his twin do it. Miss miss all of them, too. Yep. <laughs> and it's still – he just had to do it. Yep. But, the, again, the thing is, those four turnovers, that's big. And it was just bad situations, just bad timing. And for the Bucks, like I said, they got up. Both teams, so we normally talk about the free throws. They kind of adjust, you know, shot attempts. The Bucs got 21 free throws. The Nets got 25. Very close. The Bucs, 98 shots. The Nets, 84. That's the only reason they won this game. And you know what, man? Give Giannis all the credit in the world because, damn it, this man, Dom, really thought. He thought that not trying was the answer. It's never the answer. <laughs> saw it. You saw it. You saw it this weekend. Hey, not, man, it's not. Maybe the if move. the team, maybe if maybe if Atlanta was missing two of their three best play, well, one and a half of their three best players. If 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 Trey Young wasn't there, John, they kind of are. Hunter's not there, and Bogdanovich had a bum knee. But did Collins and Trey? I don't know. Trey be having that shit on his shoulder. So I don't know if he's actually free. He was just one for 15. Stop changing the having, subject. You do be having that shit on <laughs> your shoulder. What are you doing? Hold up. Shut up. First off, back to this. This man, Dom, you see what he tried to do there? That was some insightful <laughs> stuff. We'll try to tell you that try. Let me finish. The trying doesn't work. That man, Giannis, <laughs> sat there, crowd pounding. <laughs> To 12 seconds every time he don't want. Straight up was 12 every time. But he sat there and you know what he did? He went eight of 14 from the free throw line. But you know what that took? That took all of his concentration. And you know what else he did? 
He said, they're going to foul me, but I got to take 24 shots. I have to. And one of the, one of the crazier things to me is just like, <laughs> again, it's, it was just the fact that I'm, it was like the counting made him stronger. <laughs> it was like, oh, oh, now he's focused on the rim. Every time they started counting, he was hitting that. She was like, why is he hitting this? Um, <laughs> and again, he didn't shoot great, but damn it. It took every single thing. Because again, he just won a game where his two people, his supposed other big three, try to combine. Let's do some math here. 14 for 49. That's what Chris Middleton and Drew Holidays went out there and did. Yeah, that's, that's not good. And he sat for three minutes. They had to put him at the small ball five at times. He was out there with Brooke Lopez and won the game. Brooke Lopez did the dumbest thing. We haven't even talked about that yet. Oh, yeah. Dumbest oh, thing I've ever God. seen. So if you guys oh, don't even remember, two. this was straight oh, about No, 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 no. You missed chance. My, it's my turn. So they were up two <laughs> for the Bucks. Eight seconds left. Two seconds left on the shot clock. They called a timeout. They called a timeout for this situation. They called a timeout. Brooke Lopez comes off. Jump. He, like, kind of, like, fakes it. Looks at the rim. He's like, I want to pass this. But there's two seconds on the shot clock. Straight up. It honestly was the worst thing I've ever seen. We, we talked. Yeah. People talked about the J.R. Smith thing. This was worse. It was way worse. It was worse. It was <laughs> a lot worse. Because they were it, up, and you just knew when he did that dumb shit. You're like, oh, I thought I was he like, just, oh, just lost. This shit was over. <laughs> like, oh, they just lost it. Because the worst part about it was, at least if you shoot the ball, the time is running as you're shooting the ball, and it might hit the rim. And all they needed to do was hit the rim for real. Yeah, like we talked yeah. about. I mean, Brooklyn couldn't get rebounds from the problem obviously all season. Even but, if he missed everything. Even if he missed every single thing, that yeah. still would have been, like, extra time out drawn down. And like we saw with KD on that last shot, he needed every second to get open from P.J. Trump. Every millisecond to hit that little step back thing. Um, so, yeah, that's what Giannis played with, man. I, I There's nothing else we can say, man. He, 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 he's now forever a superstar. I'm happy. I'm happy for him. I would have even had more people. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Dude, if he'd have played bad, it'd have been gone. You know that. It'd have been gone. And it was teetering. You can't even say it wasn't. If James Harden's gonna be hurt and ass, which he it's is. It's not like he was playing bad though. He he didn't play bad all series. He had like 35 every single game. He had some bad games, yeah. He did. The, I don't dude, say he had no bad games, honestly. Okay, not bad games, but the stats, stats are deceptive. Y'all know the impact of points is different. And his impact yeah. tonight was incredible. He was scoring down the stretch. And, I mean, one thing about him is he's never going to – he's never going to really shy away from it. But y'all y'all, 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 y'all didn't straight watch that man drop a basketball in game five and lose the game because he dropped <laughs> the pass. As if, as if this wouldn't have taken it – Bro, it had been in trouble. That's all I'm saying. He had to do it one time, and he did it. And now, as we move on, the path for Giannis, man, it's looking, <laughs> looking, it's looking pretty green, man. Mm-hmm. And what do they say? It's not always uh, greener on the other side. My oh, man, Giannis, 
They were that green. How old, how old was Mike? How old was Michael and LeBron? How old were Michael and LeBron when they, they won were their first? Twenty-seven, I believe. Yeah. All right. All right, and he's twenty-six. So there you go. That man really fought for this. He better not go lose to the Hawks. Speaking of which, <laughs> <laughs> yo, they, yo, yo, he really can't. That'd be Nate, Mc, Nate McMillan can beat anybody. For real though, <laughs> Nate, Mc, Nate McMillan and, and I wouldn't say that, but I would say he can be Budenholzer. I'll give you that. I just don't know if he can be Giannis. <laughs> That's really the thing. It's gonna all depend. <laughs> it's all gonna all depend on that man who keep talking. It's all going to depend on Mr. Clint Capella. It really is. And I was thinking, I was like, I was thinking, I was like, man, just like my theory on this series, like he can kind of stop and beat. He couldn't. So you really can't stop Giannis. Then if you can't stop and beat, it's the same kind of thing. If you could foul him, I guess, which he's been doing. Well, anyway. the, the difference is and B plays more back to the basket and then like fades into like a midi. So Giannis don't really do that as much. You just kind of yeah, run but I think you. Giannis is just going to be. Faster and stronger than dude. Yeah. So it's gonna be about positioning. And I don't know. That's the only reason Blake was right there. Is Blake just knew where to be. I yeah. Blake's better than Capella in every like way, every way. Shape and form. Yeah. So Blake's definitely top ten center. Yeah. He better than Rudy Gobert. I don't care. Fuck it. Who Clint? Blake. Not Clint. Oh, Blake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Blake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I'd say he's top five. He's better than Rudy. Anyway. Moving on, man. The Hawks beat the Sixers another game seven one by the road team. In this one, man, Hawks they didn't have to come from behind this time, at least. Um, but yeah, like I said, one on one oh three ninety six. Trey on twenty one points, ten assists, five of twenty three from the field, and they still get the one because it was the Kevin Porter game. Twenty seven points, seven rebounds for him, ten of eighteen from the field. He was amazing. Um, Gallinari, 6 of 13, 17 points for him. And for the Sixers, Joel Embiid, 31 points, 11 minutes. Seth Curry, 16 points, but he only got up 10 shots. They had a concerted effort to make anybody else shoot it. Tobias Harris, 8 for 24, 24 points, 14 rebounds. I'm a little disappointed, but, hey, we made 50 bucks on this one. So it is what it is. Dom, what are your thoughts on this? <clears throat> so you know this was this was this was one of those games where it was just like nobody was really scoring that well as you can tell it was it was, it was a relatively lower scoring game and you know the 76 is a pretty good at defense but I mean Trey he was out there he went five for 23 like you said but he just had to keep shooting the floater he just had to keep doing it because every time he shoots the floater if it ever goes in then they got to defend it. And as soon as they defend it, he can lob it up to Capella or Collins, whoever's there. And that's really the whole, it's really the whole game plan. Just keep lob, just keep shooting floaters so that you can eventually lob it. I get it. And it's part of the reason why he got, you know, his 10 assists out there. And, you know, Capella had 13 and, and Collins had 14 out there. They ain't, well, Collins ain't take no threes and Capella, you know, he doesn't. So, you know, he just, he, he, he was just getting everybody involved. But, yeah, Kevin Herter was definitely one of the biggest keys to last night. And, obviously, the, 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 the key that sealed the game 
was when Thibel fouled him on that three. Which yeah. he, then he went and hit every single free throw. And it was like, damn, they played all that crazy. Because after Ben, you know, after Ben folded on the dunk, after he didn't shoot the dunk and then Matisse, you know, got the foul, it was still like a relatively close game. But, you know, that foul was really what sealed it. Because Ben did start snapping on defense right after that. You could tell he was mad as shit. He started tipping the ball out. He, he didn't let Trey – he didn't let Trey do anything. It really did all have to be on, on Herder. And, you know, again, Mathibel had him where he wanted him. But then at the end, as we've been saying all season, Thibel's kind of jumpy. And, and he kind of, you know, he instead of going for the defensive play, sometimes he goes for like – like I guess he goes for the defensive play. He goes for the block or the steal. But he goes for a little too hard sometimes. And that's what happened. He was just going for that, for the block way too hard and wound up hitting him in the back of the head. And then, you know, Herder missed, made all three, made all three um, free throws. It was Trey. It wasn't him. No, it was Herder. He fouled, he fouled Herder and then he made all three free throws. Sure about that. Yeah, I'm I think so, 100%. It was Herder. It was okay. 100%. Cause Ben had Trey locked down, Trey couldn't do anything. So, and then obviously all on Twitter, the the big question became, <clears throat> hmm? you Go said ahead. what? Go the ahead. quick, the big question became, should they trade Ben Simmons? Now I'll let y'all talk about it first, but you know, after, after, after he, after he didn't shoot, after he didn't take the dunk and you know, after he, I think he has, I think uh, Ben Simmons has the worst free throw pursuit free throw shooting percentage of all time in the playoffs this postseason. So talk about that a little later, but I'll let Darnell go. Darnell, yeah. I thought that um, obviously Herder was amazing. 10 of 18 from the field with his 27 points, seven rebounds. You got 14 and 16 from John Collins. You got 13 and six from Capella. You got 17 off the bench from Gallinari, and all of those, and all of that was important because Trey Young really struggled from the field. He was 5 of 23, 2 of 11 from three, and he hit one of the threes he hit was kind of the gap, the dagger in the second, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It was like a deep three, and it kind of gave him a four or five point lead, and it was kind of a good night from there. But this is honestly, you got. Good production out of Joel Embiid, 31 and 11. Tobias, 24 and 14. Even though neither – well, even though Tobias wasn't that efficient doing so, it was still what you, you would had expect to from it. them that's from a numbers perspective. That's what you would expect from them. Mm-hmm. And it simply comes down to – honestly, it comes down to Ben. And in a half-court game, his efficiency or his – Impact it diminishes by a, a wide margin because he has no moves and he can't shoot the basketball. And those are two things that's probably not going to change anytime soon. And with a guy like Joel Embiid, you you have him in the paint, so it's not like you can get away with having Ben Simmons be the only big man on the floor or any type of situation like that. So. The Sixers are going to have to consider trading, obviously consider trading Ben Simmons. I do have – if I'm a Sixers fan, I would be a little bit optimistic that 
you don't – you didn't really have the GM making any move down – or Maury, he didn't really make any moves yet as, besides the Seth Curry acquisition, which proved to be a, a great one. So he did Seth. I, he did Seth, Danny Green. He drafted Maxi. Those are his moves. Oh, Dwight Howard. So those too. are his three moves. Dwight Howard. Too. I mean, I don't really consider those signings because I'm thinking him to make a splash. Like, yeah, those are all little moves. I mean, hey, they got them to this point. So better than they've been the last last year at least. Yeah. So we just reverted to two years ago, but we don't have Jimmy now. So. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's all come down to Ben Simmons. And I don't think you can trade him right now because his value is so low. And you're not going to get that, that much. Of- hold that thought. I wanted to do um toward the end. We can talk about all the eliminated teams and what they should do. So I wanted to hold that thought. Um, That's cool. Yeah. But for this, uh, for this game, I mean, Don made a great point. Every single game that we won, one of the other guards went off. It was Maxi. It was Shaco's Korkmaz. Bro, Nate McMillan's so smart in the game playing. So, and Seth was going off every game too, right? Yeah. Like that, that's what we needed. The game plan was just, all right, all right, all right. He can't touch the ball. I don't care. Seth can't touch the ball. And, I mean, you saw that like, he just couldn't really get a shot up. They were just not letting it happen. They were rotating off everybody else. They were rotating off Tobias hard to get to Seth because they realized who the second best player on the team was, you know? Yeah. The second best player on offense was. It was not Tobias. It was Seth the whole time. And so once they realized that. number one. I don't even care. Yeah, he was. (laughs) No, you're right. And so once they realized that, Tobias got a bunch of open threes and he was hitting a couple of them. He he, two of them, literally. Both of them that he hit, I was like, well, he hit that. The other ones, boink, boink, boink. And then he just, I mean, he wore down. He played the most minutes in the game, 45. Um, and he just wore down. I mean, his whole thing is just going to be really just being a little bigger and a little quicker than you. That's his whole move. It's just kind of kind of wears you down. Um, but the other thing that they did, man, they said now, – now, now, keep in mind, now that I'm looking at it, Doc's an idiot. I just want to – Yeah. Duh. But <laughs> they said, all right, Cork Maz, we're not going to leave you. He was one for five for me. They're like, we're not going to let it be Cork Maz. We're not going to let it be Maxi. Shake played five minutes. That's dumb. That's just stupid. So yeah. they didn't even give Shake a chance. So they let's said, put George Hill out here. <laughs> they said they're we're gonna they put George Hill for 22 minutes and every second name and Miller saw that man. He was like, All right, we're gonna make it be George Hill. And George Hill played, I think, his most minutes of the series and was a minus 15. The fuck was this dude doing? Well, one thing that we've said a lot about Doc is that you know he tends to prefer older players. Over younger players, he played him and more than die ball. What is exactly. he doing? Exactly, exactly. He tends to prefer of- older players over younger players. And George Hill's the oldest player out there, and he got more minutes than all of them. A lot, a lot of coaches fall in love with George Hill's defensive potential because they see he has like he's like six three ish, three and a half ish. Long arms, like okay, maybe I can throw him out there for defense, but then he gets cooked, and you just look like an idiot afterwards. My man's, my man's darn now. 
got this strong ass hatred for George. <laughs> he, he, missed know, the, he missed that one free throw <laughs> and he just became public <laughs> enemy number one. <laughs> Damn. I never wanted George Hill in the first place when we traded for him. And I remember when it was like, oh, the Cavs don't get George Hill. I'm like, I'm supposed Yo, to be I, excited about that. I, I swear, every time we talk about George Hill, you, you find every way to call him a bum. That George Duh. Hill should be personal. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, though. If, if, if there's my man George Hill, bro. If there's ever if there's one thing, bro, he doesn't want. It's the moment. He even be trying <laughs> to tell you. And Doc threw him out there in a game seven in a series in which he's been cold. Not even cold, really. He just hasn't shot the ball. And he said, go ahead. And the, the Hawks were straight up like, all right, go ahead. And he was just like, man, <laughs> why is this always happening to me? But I came here as an unrestricted free agent in the middle of the year. And these niggas throw me in bro, the game, no, in he a got, game seven he got and tell me to shoot the ball. He got traded, bro. He was he was in OKC and got traded. My <laughs> man was vibing OKC. He's like, ah, we can kind of take these dudes to the 10th seed if we feel like it. Then they're like, nah, 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 we don't want to do that. He's like, all right, I'll just sit here and relax. Threw him right on Philly. And even then, he was like, okay, cool. I can be a backup here. I'm chilling. It's kind of like the Bucks. And then they don't play him the whole series. They play him a little bit. He's ass. Like, that's okay. <laughs> Game seven, Doc's like, I'm going to need 20 from you, George. He's just like, what did you say to me, bro? You can't have George Hill and Ben Simmons both out <laughs> there in these, in these closing moments. Both out there just <laughs> not shooting the ball because they're scared. Yeah, it's not a good look. And then they got Thibel out there with <laughs> So I'm just like, all right. I felt oh, so yeah. bad for Thibel, man. I was like, he really trying. He's not He's not anywhere close to prepare for this moment. He kept – he was three of five. I was like, damn, he really is hitting shots. Yep. He really, he really is going to put the onus on him this offseason to be the dude. Just say, fuck yeah. it. He, <laughs> he knows he can do it now. He might as well just go ahead on because he's the missing piece. That's not so missing. If he could just give you 15 a game, I don't care anymore. Whatever. Championship. You know what I was uh, – I'll save it for later, actually. But, I mean, obviously the story – I don't even know if we need to talk about Ben Simmons. Yeah, he doesn't shoot the ball. Duh. This is, this is my time, by the way. This is my time. I get to finally say officially. I didn't want to jump the gun. As you know, we jinx things. Um, <clears throat> I was correct the entire season about this team. This is my team. Sure. You were I'm an insider 100%. on the team, so I do know what I'm talking about. Like, but hey, man, I don't try to correct you guys on the Raptors or the Cavs, man. But if there was one thing I knew, there was one thing I knew. And even as bad as he was, Trey was still the best player on the court because his passes were act were just insane. Every it took everything they had to get a bucket, but it it seemed like it didn't even seem like. So, as, as you guys know, we, we play 2K a lot. And one cheesy thing you can do is if someone scores, you can just give it to your point guard. And someone will be down there, open. You just got to throw it to him. <laughs> Trey clearly plays a lot of 2K because he was doing that shit all game. My man did that every chance he got. I remember the one uh, thigh ball hit a bucket. and It was the dunk, actually. It was the thigh ball dunk. Yeah, it and... was. That the one Collins was down there? 
yeah, just dunked mm-hmm. on, dunked on somebody. And it was like, boom. And then he's got to train. So I was like, all right, span. He said L1, L2, dunk. I was like, damn, or R1, L2. I was like, damn, Trey. I was like, oh, he's doing all the cheese. He's still – I think, you know, to, with, with Trey to me, I think he just watched KD too much. He forgot his floater. He was taking a lot of middies, like, but step back middies. Yeah. He was – my man was watching Trey too much. Now, one guy didn't watch KD too much. We'll get to him. He's like – but um, – so he was just – he, like, kind of tried to change his game to be KD. And I was like he, – which he does sometimes. He's still young. We saw early in the year he didn't get to the foul as much as he could have in other moments. So this yeah. Was one of those inst- I was just watching. I was like, Trey might lose this game just by doing that. But for the first time all series, someone other than him on this team scored 25 points. And, and <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> that's, all they, that's all they needed was somebody to do it one time. And it was Kevin wow. Hart. Yep. Nobody that's- else. Is that like a, 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 a real stat? Think about it. You've watched all the games. I'm not even looking it up, but I just know it. I literally am thinking about all the games. I feel no like, one else scored like, 25. Nope. I feel like the I feel like got close. peaked at 24. I think, yeah. I think Calinari got Collins, like 21. I think Bajanovic had like 24 one time. Yeah. No one at 25. Yeah. And nobody had. Just, nobody was Seth. Nobody was as good as Seth. Not even close. And... Nobody was as good as Tobias, if we're being honest about it. Tobias had 25 times, six times this series. He had 20 every game but the one. Every game but the one. Hey, man, but he did it. He did it this game. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean. I mean, I think think the the problem is that Tobias isn't quite Middleton. And I really think that's just what it comes down to more than anything else. Yeah, we knew that though. I we knew I it said, was... I was. I was like, I oh, don't know, man. That forty again. Everyone was like, he scored forty against the Wizards. Like, that doesn't count. The worst defense of all time doesn't, <laughs> doesn't mean anything. They they try to put Bertans on this man. Like, no, not Bertans and Alex Len down there. Of course, you want to score for them. Fuck. It's funny. It's funny because after y'all beat the Wizards, everybody was talking about we want Brooklyn. It wasn't everybody. And it was the dumbass fans in the stadium. And talking you, about we want Brooklyn. Yeah. And Brooklyn, not even <laughs> that. Neither of them are there. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah, it was funny because a lot of fans, <clears throat> you know, they were just saying, like, we want Brooklyn. But you feel me? Neither of them are there now. They just completely oh, – I really knew the series was lost at that point because I was like, oh, y'all just going to overlook – y'all can't overlook a team. Y'all not that good. <laughs> just, just be like, we want the best team in the league now. Again, that wasn't the players saying it was the fans, but still, it's not exactly a good precedent. But it was funny because in, in the post-game, right, both, both, Doc, both Doc and Joel, they both kind of hinted – they both kind of pushed blame. Doc said they they uh, a reporter asked Doc, "Do you think that you can win a championship with Ben Simmons as your point guard?" And Doc was like, "I don't know the answer to that." Well, that doesn't sound like a lot of confidence in him. And then they were asking Joel about what they think, you know, why they think they lost the game. And Joel was basically like, Joel basically said because because of, of that dunk, he was trying not to say it, but he was like, "We had a wide open basket." That we passed up and only got one free throw out of it. Yep. 
So and again, that, that was the moment I was like, man, poor ball. He really got to come over all of – he really tried he trying to overcompensate for this dude being that scared. Um, <laughs> and it, it was also um, – I think Joel posted – he had like an uh, Instagram post after the game. Not yeah. And, and he revealed he was playing on a torn meniscus. And reveal it? We all knew that. I mean, I didn't really – I guess I guess everybody knew that. I didn't. I forget. I guess I forgot about it. Is what I. He's saying. always hey, hurt. Hey man, you know, you know the you know the saying: if you on the court, healthy. So, even though he was playing on that tour, like 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 how we were just saying with Harden, even though Harden was hurt, you know, mm-hmm. he had to be a little better. Harden and Embiid are always hurt, tired. However you want to. Whatever in the playoffs, just the fact. It just comes with the style that they play. If you're if you're gonna fall all the time and get contact and be a little out of shape, you're gonna get hurt. Come well, on. I don't I don't think Joel necessarily wants the offense just literally has to run through him because of for obvious reasons. Harden didn't want it to happen, it just had to run through him. Yeah. The MVP. It's like, so yeah, kinda yeah, kind of how that works. Joel the MVP, yes, the offense runs through you, yes, ran through Giannis, Shit. yeah, gonna run through you now. What you do in those, I mean, that's because that's gonna affect you. I just a couple what, real quick, man. Mm-hmm. So, Doc waited until this game to decide maybe. I should put Embiid on the bench a little longer so that he's ready for the fourth. Now, it didn't make any difference because Embiid just isn't – I'm at this point, he's just – he really is just a big James Harden. He's a choker. He's just not going to get it done in the, in the late fourth quarter moment, so you need a closer to go with him. Um, but it's just like, wow, he watched Ty Lue. He finally did some research on what Ty Lue's doing with his team, and he finally tried something. But he didn't try the most important fucking thing. Which is? Dwight Howard, seven minutes, minus five. Three fouls. Flagrant one. Oh, yeah. What? One thing Ty Lue was the whole game. One thing Ty Lue was definitely doing in, in these past few series, he threw everybody out there just to see who useless and who not. Yep. He throws – he gives everybody playing time just to see who can't play down the stretch. Oh, man, Mike Scott could have just been the five, and it would have been fine. Could could have tried it out. We win the Dwight, series. Mike Scott plays instead of Dwight Howard, I'm telling you. But I took – Darnell, mm-hmm. I, I need you here for this moment just to confirm. Have I not been saying Dwight Howard to trash all season and that he can't No, play? you have. Yeah, you definitely have. Thanks, guys. This definitely. is my if I if I gotta deal with this loss, I just gotta do my victory parade. It's the last time I get to talk about this stupid ass team. Till next season. Yeah, great. I'm so excited. I just thought I'd tell you, welcome to the couch, man. Hey man, the couch is comfy. <laughs> it about is, to get, man. About to get man, that couch about to get a fifty dollar upgrade. Chilling. <laughs> he relaxed over here. About to get another beanbag. Closing my gambling. <laughs> Closing my gambling. 
not for the for the for the playoffs because I really don't know what the fuck is about to happen. This is pretty crazy. No clue. Yeah. We lost ten, but we made seventy. End up with a plus sixty little little John on these group chat guys. There you we'll, go. we'll see him next year. But you know what you do? You know what you can't do, bro? Here's the kid. If you go and gamble with people you know, you can't make it public. I mean, you got to keep it a little low-key. Yeah. I don't tell who who I won off of because that's a little disrespectful. Just between that me is. and that. You got to keep it moving. Just take that. That's not that's not smart money. Nope. That's smart. But this, I don't know what the fuck. So I, I, I – <laughs> I'm not betting against Trey. I refuse to do that. He just made me too much money. <laughs> I can't do it. He just like in two straight series he did it. So if I'm, if he's just the going, first, about, the I first can't. one was obvious. The second one was like, oh damn, you just you just built. <laughs> I knew he was built from the first. It was the first game. His first ever playoff game. He had a game winner at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's just unfazed by anything, huh? Yeah, he completely was. Um, I ain't worried about nothing. (laughs) What'd you say? I ain't worried about nothing. (laughs) Trey, Trey, man, I mean, I don't even, it's so hard to rank him. Yeah, obviously, obviously, because even with his bad shooting night. Yeah, he was a plus seven. His he bad shooting him. night with six turnovers, but the thing is, is his turnover. It, we talk about this, bro. We talked about Russ. Russ's turnovers are really bad because they're always they always lead to easy dunks, easy layups. Trays are kind of just like he try to make too tight of a pass and it goes out of bounds. Which or if he or if he does do it then it'd be like at a position where he can foul them because they, they kind of like – he kind of do it where they right in front of him and they'll just like tip it because he's short. Yeah. But like he'll just foul them because like you know how we'd be doing in 2K too. Like we yep. just be fouling the other one's about to be – Trey does, Trey does all of it. <laughs> yeah. No, his intelligent – the reason he was the best player on the court is because he's the smartest guy. Really was. Yeah. The smartest dude out there. Just watching him play and I'm like – that's why I was like, he can't sit, whether he hits shots or not, just because he just creates for every everybody and just finds a way to just keep the offense kind of flowing. Again, Even in like, a game like this where it really had one guy. I mean, Collins was pretty good too. Five, Collins was five to six, 16 rebounds, 14 points. He was huge. And Gallinari was solid, but it's really just – I think, like, I, mean, I tell you, I think Trey watched Katie a little too much and started shooting middies. He doesn't shoot. He forgot his best shot. Yeah, yeah, I, he was shooting I think he amazing. does that so much. I, again, it's yeah. crazy how smart he is because he really does do that floater so much just so if it ever goes in, which normally he has a, a higher chance of it going in. But as soon as it goes in, they guard it. And as soon as they guard it, boom, Clinton Collins is right there. Or or yeah. uh, what's his name? Uh, I forget his name. But O'Kongu. the others, uh, uh, Okongu, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. They're, they're, it was it's it's a masterful, masterful game of basketball he's playing out there, and the big thing is that he keeps closing. So we yeah. talked about Luca, how we thought he was best player in the world before the KD explosion. But you really look, man. It, 
I think Trey's in the discussion if he goes to the finals because I can't say that this team is better than what KD had. I really can't. You're saying he's in the discussion for the best player in the league? If he goes to the finals. He's not there yet. He beats the Bucks. Yes. I got him on the borderline of being a superstar right now. You got him going all the way. I'm just saying, like, you got him all the way. You got him all the way as far as being the best player in the league? If he makes the finals, do you see this team? I ain't saying he best player in the league. I think I think he I think he'll definitely be top ten if he does this. This is heightism. That's what this is. It's because he's short. Nah, he's he'll definitely he'll easily be top ten. He might even be. It's hard to say he'll be pushing top five. So so question seriously. Are the Nets that Katie just played with not better than this team? Better than the Hawks? Yes. You're talking no. about you're talking about with James Harden, and if you're talking about with Kyrie Hurt and James Harden. If yes, that yes, yes. This Hawks team is better. I think that when you're missing, I, I obviously just because Kyrie was missing, and Joe Harris just going to miss every single shot he takes. Okay, Bogdanovich <laughs> was two of eight out there. So Bajanovic has been bad since like the he's been awful. Game. He's basically been Joe Harris, and they're all just molds of of Porzingis. So you know what? <laughs> Same. Bunch of shooting guards. <laughs> Bunch of shooting guards that miss in big moments. Yes, Damn, Porzingis. That's what yeah. you've become. Yep. That's what he made himself. Yeah. And I mean, is is Collins better than Blake Griffin? Like, who's better? Who, who's better than James Harden on this team? I'm sorry. Even hurt James Harden. Nobody. Porter gave him a game. Just saying. I'm just, I think I, – I don't know if he's best player in the league, but – Oh, man. he's not. I don't think they're beating the Bucs. I think the Bucs are beating them in six. To make I, think Trey, I think Trey pushed himself up to the top ten with this one, though. I do think that. No, he's not a superstar yet. He pushed himself into a superstar and super. Yeah, he's, he's a defensive player of the year in the, the MVP. He just beat. It. He just beat two top three defenses. <clears throat> and yeah, one had an MVP candidate without his fifteen point a game score. And Seth Curry was damn near yeah. looking like Steph out there. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like he, he wasn't quite Steph, but he was as close as he ever going to get to being Steph. And then he got a break off the defensive player here, and they put a second team all defense guy on him. Yeah. Trey Superstar. He got it. He's definitely a superstar. Yeah, he got it. But he had to prove to me in the playoffs because his, pr- his play – Dropped off. Oh right no! I hear you. It's all about the playoffs compared man. to what he compared to what he did last year. Mm-hmm. I don't I think, think it dropped off like though. 20... I think it was just. I think it was. Yeah, he averaged like twenty-seven last year. I this think year it was like... like twenty. Well, keep in mind they had more talent. He's trying. Yeah, first off, they had Lloyd Pierce. So before Nate McMillan got there, you you can make the argument. The best argument you can make against Trey being like, well, I guess 
possibly in the best player in the league conversation, is that Nick McMillan is a superstar coach. Because that man did – first off, we didn't even talk about it. He took Bogdanovich completely out the game, something Steve Nash didn't do, something Rick Carlisle didn't do. He took his Porzingis off the court. He said, you know what, bro? I'm tired of watching this. 21 minutes, didn't play in the fourth. They said, all right, we're going to play Hoarder, and we're going to play Gallinari to help give Trey some help because Bogdanovich is not getting it done. Everything he missed was short. He had that knee injury, obviously, but still, he's going to be out there missing. We, we can't just watch you go one for eight in a big game. You know, we can't watch you go two for 11 out here. And that was a great move, and that really saved everything because once they had those three out there, and then obviously Collins and Capella, um, they, they did a good job of saving Capella's minutes until he only played 32 to stay out of foul trouble. So late in the game, he was ready to deal with Embiid. It was just really great coaching. And, I mean, him and – him, Ty Lue, and Monty Williams, man, all fighting right now to me for best coach of the league. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, let's move on to game well, – actually, before we do that, before we do that, I want to go over each one of these teams that got eliminated in the second round. So all four of them? Yeah, all four of them. Let's talk about what moves that can possibly make going into next season. Let's start with Jan, Kola Jokic, MVP, and the Nuggets. Darnell, what do you think they should do this offseason? The honestly, they just got to get they just got to get Jamal Murray back, honestly. Mm-hmm. There's no other moves they really need to make. They really have every other position really established with veterans. They have a little bit of youth with Michael Porter Jr., so I think the Nuggets with a healthy Jamal Murray, they'll be right back in the conversation of making it to positive conference finals. Mm-hmm. Dom? For Denver, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any moves they necessarily have to make. You, you didn't have your second best player, you know, somebody who's able to drop anywhere between 20 to 50 any game, so at least in the playoffs. So, you know, just run it back and see what ha- see what y'all need when he's back. There's just nothing to do right now. They cool. They were, they were they were they were like seven game. They were on like a seven game win streak when he was there. So, yep. That was a little. I think it was more like nine. It's pretty big. Yeah, it might have been. Um, but my um, I have one move. Trey Paul Millsap. It's my move. Get him off the roster. Can do that. <laughs> just 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 get a better. Now that we know that he doesn't have to start because you have Aaron Gordon, just get a better backup. Power forward, um, who the problem is, Michael Green's supposed to be this guy, but I think you need another one who can kind of hit shots or maybe start, or 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 what Bo. they need, I think, is a backup small ball five to help Bo, help Bo, with their offense. Bo Bowl is right there, man. He is right there. They should just play him. I mean, I don't know why they don't. Yeah, I think I, I think you know what I think with some sometimes with these teams, I think they like to not use rookies to, like, save on their value. That makes any sense? So yeah, yeah, yeah. contract comes up, they don't have to pay him, all that. Like they're trying to just yeah. get him to the second contract. That's why they don't throw him out there. Low key, I wouldn't be surprised if Orlando's doing that with Mobamba either. That's exactly what they're doing. That's why they won't freaking trade him. Because if the nigga going to be a fucking 20, <laughs> plus 20 every time he play. Yeah. They it makes sense. It's just, show. Hmm? Uh, so they, they do that in baseball for sure. It makes sense. Yeah, they definitely do in the minor leagues. 
it, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm watching it. I'm, I'm starting to pick up things, man, this postseason. I'm learning a lot. It's definitely we're, that. We're it's, on the, the only, we're it's the only logical thing that makes sense. It's the only reason you wouldn't just trot them out there all the time. It's the only reason. It's to try to get their contract. But it makes sense. You got to build the team somehow. So, Because, I mean, if you really think about it, the only thing that – the the only reason the Nuggets didn't have a chance even this year is because they put out Jeremy Grant, Jeremy Grant, Jeremy Grant, and he got that contract from the Pistons because he was so good last postseason. Yeah. I mean, he was everything, obviously. He's a great – he's a really good player too. So yeah. it kind of sucks that they lost him. Didn't know he could do what he did this year. It was like 24 a game. Um, their GM really does go crazy, but yeah, just get rid of Millsap. That's my move. Um, let's go to who's it? The Jazz. What do you think the the Jazz should do this off season? Uh, Dom, I'm sorry with you. You can't say move out of Utah either. It's not allowed. <laughs> so the problem is that their most important player is their biggest liability. <laughs> so, a conundrum, yes. <laughs> that's, the, that's the hugest problem of them all. <laughs> so if the nigga going to be the reason y'all the one seed, but every, but every time you reach the playoffs, because obviously, you know, you can't trade, you can't trade, oh, what's his name? Can't trade Mitchell, obviously. I wouldn't trade Clarkson just because you know he's capable of giving you, I they're not going to have a high draft pick, so they're not going to gain by. Um, do you want to trade one of Ingles or Bajanovic? I don't think Royce has the value to trade. Like, I don't – This it's a weird team. It really is a weird team because there's not a whole lot of talent on it. They're just going to have to look in free agency. They're going to have to look for huh? some – just going to have to look in free agency. Hopefully, hopefully somebody on some low – Somebody on some low value wants to go there, you know. Like, like I have a, a quote for this moment, Dom. Yeah. Hear me out. Yeah. Markeith Morris on going to Utah. I don't want to go to Utah. I don't think anyone <laughs> wants to go to Utah. I mean, Mike Conley. Well, Mike Conley got traded there. Derek, <laughs> Fa- Derek Favors wanted to go there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Just find some good, solid white talent <laughs> in the free agency. Darno, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I think that the Jazz obviously. I think they need to just get a big that can switch. They need a backup center that can guard on the perimeter a little bit and give them a different option. They need to evolve. They obviously got exposed and you can only play four out five. You can only play four out one in so long. You're going to have to evolve the offense and evolve the team. I think all of the pieces are there. It's just about being healthy again and getting a big that can spell Gobert sometimes so it's not just him for 40 minutes trying to defend the three-point line, which is obviously can't do, so. Yeah. No, you're right. They definitely need a like a, a, a power forward, small ball five. They um, should have went for Aaron Gordon. 
Yeah. It could be it could be a small move like a Jeff Green. Like it doesn't have to be any a raw beater, like yeah, yeah. Jeff Green somebody, not even Brooklyn, but I, I get your point. Yeah, but Cover just DJ a small Tucker. ball five. If you're the jazz, something just came up to my brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're the jazz, do you try to, to hear me out? Uh-huh. Miles Turner and something else, like one Miles, of those. Miles Turner is another one that I I, st- I I don't think he's fast enough to go out to the um. Don't out to the perimeter, nah. Damn, so he's skinny and slow. Oh, he was at least fast. No, nah, he just. I'm not, he, I'm not big on Miles Turner either. Man. He just gets a lot. I'm not of big block. on him either. I he was can't thinking. rebound. He all he does is block shots. They got that. I was thinking if you did like Miles Turner and maybe you swindled them for like a TJ McConnell. Oh, TJ McConnell would be loved there. They can get TJ TJ McConnell would get hung in the rafters. (laughs) (laughs) We we got got Stockton back. (laughs) We got John Stockton back. But I'm saying if if Rudy Gobert for Miles Turner and TJ McConnell, that's my move. Rudy Gobert for for Miles Turner and TJ McConnell. Yes, I mean I. TJ McConnell's a free agent. Oh yeah, he is. I mean I get. Oh, go for him. Boom. They do oh, need a. Yeah, he's a they, free agent. Boom. Yeah. They do need another. They do need another point. Well, they need wing players. They. That's really what they need. They need some wing players. As much yeah. as another point guard would be helpful, they they just need to. Get somebody on the wing. They only got three wing players. They only have three guards. <laughs> so it really is just a, a a poorly built team. It's pretty bad. All right, hear me out when I say yes. this. The Nets, what do they have to do? <clears throat> be healthy. Okay. Darnell? Obviously, they have to be healthy, but they need to figure out a way to replace LaMarcus Aldridge. That was a big loss for them, something mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't bring up to this point. But just having that extra big out there that they can throw in at crucial moments that can, A, space the floor, B, just provide some some post touches. Like, they need another option in the front court that can do something offensively, and I think that's what they'll probably go with. They'll probably look to move on from DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin is not going to be the long-term answer at the five either. That was asking a lot for him. So they'll probably look at uh, making an upgrade at the five position because everything else is pretty much set. I mean, he excelled at it though. Don't get me wrong. Blake did excel at that role. I get what Darnell's saying though. You don't want him to do it all the time. He can't do that in a regular season. Yeah. And expect to be healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I Forgot this team, this dumbass team is supposed to have Marcus Aldridge. Yeah, they were. Would have yeah. straight gone six for eight and beat this team. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Damn, KD. Ames Jones took his GM of the year award. That's crazy. <laughs> James hey. Jones did deserve, honestly. He earned it. Of any award that the Suns earned, that the Suns needed, it was that one for sure. Yeah. Getting Chris Paul and Jay Crowder are two pretty crazy moves. Yeah. Um, for me, I have one. 
I don't know if I'd do it. I definitely consider trading Joe Harris, though. Because, <clears throat> like, he just showed you he can't do it. Yeah. We're not, it's not about the regular season 48%. We need somebody who could do it, man. And I don't, I don't know if I ultimately would, because really, I the problem with it is he's the per he's supposed he really is the perfect build that you'd want with this team. Yeah, but like, damn, dude, you just did that. So I don't even know what I would try to get. I don't even know what the replacement would be. I really have no honestly, idea. honestly. I look at Washington, right? Washington, again, their big problem is that they have zero shooting outside of Bertans. I wouldn't even ask for Bertans, but y'all were just saying they need a big. They they got like four of them. They got Thomas Bryant. They got um, they Daniel got Gafford. Um, Daniel Gafford. They're not trading him. They got Robin, yeah. and then they got um, I don't know who the last one is, but they got like four bigs. Alex I was just looking Lynn. at a team with a. Alex Len, yeah, okay, yeah, but um, there's them. I don't think if 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 Boston didn't plan on keeping, uh, didn't plan on resigning Fournier because I think Fournier is going to be more expensive, then maybe they would consider you know trading one of their four bigs for um for for Joe Harris. I mean they got Al, they got um, they got Al, they got Robert. I think they should try to get a point guard, though. That's the only reason I don't think they would go for a wing player because they really do need a point guard now. But, yeah, I would look would at you, Would you trade Joe Harris for Tristan Thompson? If I was um, Brooklyn yeah. or if I was Boston? Brooklyn. Brooklyn, no. yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh. What, what do you mean, no? I'm not giving up. No, not for no. <laughs> <laughs> Darnell's on an attack of old calves today. I love Tristan. I love Tristan. I think he could possibly be a good backup option in Utah, but Tristan. Not, but... Wow. He's, he's saying a good backup in Utah. Tristan will solve all their problems. He's not going to the Nets. That would make sense. I mean, I wouldn't hate Why it. wouldn't it make I sense? Yeah, what would not make it. sense about it? I wouldn't hate it. He's a little smaller. So gets rebounds. They're he already like, small. He don't play like he's smaller. He doesn't. I'm just saying, so he's not really the lob threat that you would love with James Harden. He going to lob James it to Harden. himself three times off the rim. Get that shit to go in. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that matters. He's going to get you that strong ass. My man Tristan going to see rebounding lanes like he's never seen in his life. I guard three of them dudes and deal with him. So that's what I was thinking about. I'm like, bro, wait, they all open, and then you got to deal with Tristan down there. They would all, it would score every possession. What's going on with Mitchell Robinson? He was injured. Yeah. So I'll, I'll mean, he was their leading block. He was their leading block leader before Nerlens was there. So I don't know if, I, I don't know. He is on Do you a, want Nerlens if you're the Nets? Between Nerlens, having Nerlens and Mitchell Robinson, I think they can move one of them. Yeah, especially if they going to have Taj. 
Who would you rather have? Would you rather have Nerlens or Tristan Thompson? I'd rather have Nerlens. I'd rather have Nerlens too. Because Nerlens is more athletic. Brooklyn. I would take Nerlens. I'm trying to remember. Nerlens didn't do any dumb shit against Atlanta. He wasn't. Well, he can't. Trying to think if he was in foul trouble. That would be the only thing for me. Brooklyn's one of the teams that sees, bro. All you need is an athletic center. Yeah, it's true. Oh, center just has to be athletic, for real. DeAndre's just too old, or it would work. It was right there. Yeah. Um, And Claxton's just too young and dumb. He just doesn't know what to do, for real. Yeah. Can't let Giannis just run right by you every time. All right. Yeah. So, we only have six minutes left on this, you know, recording thing. That's for you guys. But Sixers. Philly, yep. Darnell, what what do you what do you do with this mess? I mean, for the Sixers, obviously you got to trade Ben Simmons. You you have or or you run it back. I think you could run it back until the deadline and trade him at the deadline because you want to you want to reestablish his value a little bit. I think so. Then I think you probably make a move, but knowing Daryl Morey, he's gonna make a move regardless. You're not gonna. He's probably gonna attach some first round picks or something, and and try to get a a, a star somewhere. But I think it, it's time to split up Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid because it's just not gonna work. For who? So who are you trying to get? Ah, that's the tough part because just there's trade. no correct answer. <laughs> there's none. I couldn't even tell you a name. Like that's how that's how that's why I think that they should try to run it back at least to the deadline. And then be the one seed again. Zach. <laughs> they can't got trade them. <laughs> yeah. Dom. Um, I disagree. <clears throat> ben Simmons is the one I keep. I keep I keep both I keep Joel, I keep Ben Simmons. I I explore Tobias trading out. Tobias has more value right now, and I think Ben Simmons at the four. I don't know if they would ever do it because I don't think they know. I don't think Doc knows. I don't know if any of their coaches have known. Ben Simmons is a power forward. If He's a, a center. Power, He's not a power forward. He's a center. The P F slash C, bro. He's a C. <laughs> Just you already gonna have a C. You can use him as the power forward. You can be the power forward. He'd be cool. And be the power forward. This can't be. You saying B's the power forward? Yeah, because he'll shoot a three. There you go. Either way, they can be out there together. They really can. I don't think those two specifically are the problem. And I don't even think Tobias is the problem. It's just Tobias also works best at power forward. And right now, Tobias has a little more value than Ben. So I would explore trading him. But all they need, Ben Simmons can't be the primary ball handler. He can be a – he would honestly be perfect as a, as the secondary ball handler. That's that's all he needs to be. He just can't be the primary one. The problem with the team is that there is no backup. There's, there's no other primary ball handler. Seth, as great as he shoots, he's not a point guard. Maxie, he might develop into one, but he's not there yet. Shake, ain't you know really what? 
I think I found a trade I like. What? I think I trade. I think I trade Ben Simmons. Try to call Minnesota and try to see if I get D'Angelo Russell and Malik Beasley. I'd rather trade Tobias for them. If I could do that. I just feel like Russell and Beasley are giving you no defense. That's why you need to keep Ben. So you would have a bunch of guys then just not playing defense. Ben I get did. your point. My my the the part about this is really how do you think Embiid can be the best player in a championship team? To me, that's like the question. That's the hard, the hard factual question we're trying to ask. But one, the move that I would actually make is, I told Dom this yesterday. I don't know if we have the money. Fuck it, just sign Kyle Lowry. Just do it. Okay, we just want to trot out George Hill. Just let let Kyle do it, man. Hey, man. We, hey, man. We all we asked for was Thibault, and Thibault lost y'all the game. Thibault ain't lose us the game. Ben lost us the game. What are you talking about? That foul on work lost y'all the game. That's really what lost y'all the game. And guess what? You still can't get Thibault. That's you never can. But go. We'll take we'll take the old man free agent though, since y'all couldn't sign him. I didn't trade. No. We'll Not take him though. Hey man, we we can make we can help Thibault. needs Thibault just needs some player development. We'll give you Dwight in a sign and trade. Ew, bro. <laughs> Dwight and George Hill. <laughs> Thibault. No, we don't want to sign and trade with you. Kyle Kyle wants to come home. But I was really thinking. I actually the thought actually crossed my mind. I was like, man, this team would go to the finals if they had Kyle Lowry. That is all the we, only yeah, thing we were missing. All we asked for was a little Matisse style ball. You can't have him. The fuck? No. <laughs> what the hell? See Darnell. Free agent. See Darnell. Maury had to see it first. Maury had to see it. He sees it. He sees Matisse is important, but Lowry's important too. But we, we can have our cake and eat it too. Style for Lowry. No. Right. You know, you know what I actually think y'all should have done if they're just going to give him away for free. I and, and the promise that y'all they did it, they did it like they did it like a few days ago while y'all were still in the playoffs. But if they had kept him a little longer, I would have seen what Boston would have been willing to to give up for Kemba Walker. You could probably still get Kemba. Yeah, you definitely can. I think that, you know, while Kemba's trade value is low, I think y'all should, you know, all Presti wants is picks. So y'all can probably give him like a couple, a couple first or something like that. A what? Hey, couple of not, first. A couple of first. What are you first. smoking? A couple first. Hey, man, I just watched Drew get traded for three. So. First round picks are valuable, man. Now, if you're always in the finals, well, not, not in the finals, We're but never in the finals. The well, hell? Not, Going to be in the we just round. drafted Max, who was one of them. Wow. Tried to save the whole season. Wow. Hey, man, I'm just saying. I think that y'all should see 
what Kemba's available for. If he's available for not a, not a too high price, if he's available for a price that isn't like crazy, then I would go for him because y'all just need a point guard to get the shit out of back hands. And I think he'd be, like I said, I think he'd be fine if he's just a secondary ball handler. But y'all need a point guard that can, you know, pass the ball, which Kemba can do. Y'all need a point guard that can shoot free throws. <laughs> free throws, which Kemba can do. And Kemba going to miss all his shots. He's going to miss every single one of them. Most of the time. Great. But there are times he might not. And I think Kemba's the move. I'm going Kyle Lowry, free agent. Pick him up, scoop him. Don't give up a first for him. Sony can do it. Give a cyborg. Nope. Hey, man, but moving on to our last game, we didn't even talk about it yet, but it was an amazing game to start off Sunday. The Clippers and the Suns played 120-114 when obviously both teams missing their superstar, Chris Paul, not there. COVID protocols, Kawhi Leonard dealing with an ACL injury, um, but a great game. Nonetheless, Paul George, 34 points. Payoff P was snapping ready for 24 as well, but they just didn't get help from the supporting players around them. And for the Suns, man, eight and 20 points, not rebounds, but the story, obviously, Devin Booker, first career triple-double, 40 points, 13 rebounds, 11 assists. Dom, what were your thoughts on this one? It's funny because I was watching, you know, I was watching Devin Booker during that stretch in the third quarter where he was making every shot. And you know who he looked like? He did. Everybody was saying, damn, he really Kobe. I was looking at him. I was like, oh, he really, he, Chris Paul. I'm just watching him be a tall Chris Paul right now. (laughs) The way he was just (laughs) getting to his mid-range spot so easily. It's literally what Chris Paul be doing all game. So, like, so, like, it was really crazy. And Paul George was out there fighting right with him. Paul George is really showing that he's not backing down in these moments. You know, he 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 needed a little help, but he got 34 out there. So, you know, he, he was doing his thing. Uh, they had some bad minutes from, you know, DeMarcus was out there at first. Whenever, when Sarge was out there at first, he was killing him in, like, the first half. Then the second yeah, half, they kept, they kept, they, they brought DeMarcus back out. They used to start getting eaten alive out there because whenever Aiton's out there and him, Demarcus is too slow to be there on defense. So, you know, but um, mainly the story came down to Devin Booker doing his thing. DeAndre Aiton continues to prove why he's he's a he's a top three center, not arguably number one at this point. Best center in the league. I don't care. But he's been continuing to prove why he's a top three center. Cause this this strategy is is what worked against Rudy Gobert. And DeAndre is like, I'm not him. I'm better than him. Well, but I think we all agree that DeAndre is better than Rudy Gobert at this point. Well, yeah. No, I don't necessarily agree. I think that it's just about DeAndre Jordan or DeAndre Aiden hasn't been put in the same situation to guard the three point line yet. So we'll see how that progresses throughout the series, but but, but Batum still the um Batum was out no. still starting out there. All right, Dom, I, I got you. I I, I got you in a second. Well, before he wasn't out there that much. Um, 
And to Darnell's point, yeah, he hasn't been on the three-point line, but he can at least give you 20 once. So I, I give you credit for that. He's, he definitely has a bigger impact offense. He scores 20 and misses like three shots a game. <laughs> like he's yeah. better than Rudy fucking Gobert. Sorry. He's better than that, dude. But but what were your thoughts on the game? <laughs> I thought it was an impressive performance, obviously, from Devin Booker, 40 points, 11 assists, doing his best to put the team on his back. No Chris Paul, no problem. DeAndre Ayton obviously was impressive with his 20 and 9. They just got contributions from, you know, Miles Bridges, Jay Crowder. Campaign had some moments where he was really nice. He had 11. You got Cam Johnson off the bench with 12. Eight from Torrey Craig. He hit two big threes. So pretty much everyone that played outside of Sarge and Etuan Moore were effective. And for the Clippers, obviously, I'm going to give them a pass for this game, obviously, because they're, they, they're coming off of a long series. They don't really – they it's a, it was a lot of excitement after that series and – just the fashion in which they won. So just to run into this Phoenix team that even though they don't have Chris Paul, they were kind of waiting in the bushes for him and they just attacked. And it was only a six point game for the Clippers. And I don't think they really necessarily played their best basketball The Paul George 10 of 26. That's not great. Even though you're seven of 15 from three and seven of eight from the line, but I think they need some balance, and it's probably going to be reliant on somebody like Terrence Mann to not exactly have 39 again, but he's going to have to probably be close to the 15 range. And they're going to need some Patrick Beverly minutes. I see that Patrick Beverly and Rondo in the rotation have flipped as far as minutes, and that's going to be something to watch for. Neither one of them particularly were effective that much, even though Rondo did have seven assists, zero turnovers. But the Clippers, without Kawhi, they're just happy to be there, honestly. And the Suns, they could potentially get Chris Paul back. I think even without Chris Paul, they're just a better team overall. I disagree. I think the Clippers are the better team, and I think – I think Ty Lu is doing this on purpose. I had this, I have a theory. He really is just resting these dudes for down the stretch um, later in these series. He's trying to I wouldn't them. say he's, he's, he's like LeBron. Like if LeBron was a coach, he would be like Ty Lu. Like you know how LeBron throws game one? Yep. It's a fill out game. It is a fill out game. I mean, he, he said, all right, Zubas, I'm going to play you 18 minutes. All right, Cousins, I'm going to play you 13. All right, Rondo will play you 22, knowing that all three of them can't be out there. But he's just trying to buy some time. Buy Series Paul don't George. start till they're down 0-2. Hey, by the way, in game <laughs> one and two in these first three rounds, they are combined 0 for 5. So there's that. So there you go. And, I mean, Morris has had a bad game, but he, again, he was 0 for 5 from out there. But he only played 21 minutes. They're buying time for Terrence Mann. He played 27. Batum played 37. But most of them not at the five. Like we said, we, they had Zubats and Cousins out there a lot. So that's like seven – that's like 31 minutes where you got a center. 
So let's say Batum at most was playing. So 17 out there is the five. So there, he's, he's, at, he's lowering the stress on these guys. When the game was getting away from them in the fourth, uh, Devin Booker was going off. I'm looking, and I was thinking, I was like, if he wants to win this game, he can put Paul George out there. And I also saw that Paul George only played 30 minutes up to the fourth. So I'm watching the early, and he's just like, nope, nope, not yet, not yet, not yet. And I was like, oh, he just doesn't, okay, I see what's going on here, you know? Especially if you're the road team, you have the luxury of doing that. The only, the only thing about this strategy for this specific series and why I don't I, – I get it. I understand it. It just worked. But for this series, the thing is, is that this Suns team is going to get better in the middle of it, right? But they're going to get yeah. Chris Paul. So that's why I don't – I think it's going to be a situation where he might have to go all out for game two and then kind of pull it back for game three. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to then have them for those, for that last four games, like a Chris Paul comeback game, maybe, maybe Marcus goes crazy at home, but you still want cousins and Zubats out there. Cause the, 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 the string of this whole team right now really is Batum and it's going to depend on his legs. And so that's what he's trying to save. Batum, a lot of the times he's out there on really Cameron Payne, to be honest, um, just not down low banging bodies. And so, it's going to be a huge thing, obviously. This is where, obviously, you know, the injury to surge is kind of huge because, you know, just depth, things like that. But I think that's what I'm seeing from them right now. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on that? That's just trying try to get in the mind of one of the best coaches of all time. But I think that's happening. And I find it interesting, actually, because the Suns went – they went way more, you know, we're going to go get this game. Devin Booker played 44 minutes. But, we, but they also, again, one and four. So they have the luxury of a lot of having rest in between. So they could say, hey, De- hey Devin, go out there and win this one for us. And he did it. Um, so, yeah. Any thoughts on that, that theory? Down. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for packing me I up. Mean, <laughs> I mean, it's not, a, it's not an unreasonable theory. Yeah. You know? He he's shown that he's shown that he makes the adjustments when necessary. Again, it's it's kind of hard to do that when they're missing their either either their best or second best player at their this best. point. All right, see, you just went a little too far. Just a little bit. How am I going too far? The dude just dropped a forty point triple double. So huh? I'm saying. Devin just dropped a 40. Oh, point I thought you were talking about the Clippers. My bad. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the um the Suns. They're missing okay. either their best or their second best um okay. player. I thought so, you were talking about no, 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 no. Nah, Kawhi. We were just talking about Kawhi being the best player in the league. Right. But <laughs> but um I don't know how far the Paul the Paul George love has gotten. I just had no 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 no. I'm no, I, I'm not gonna do that to the Bro, he won me a title. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I don't know if you want to do that with when when one of their top two players isn't there at mm-hmm. the moment, just because obviously when he comes back, you're gonna have to adjust again. So they're gonna have to make the adjustment for this game. And again, you don't want Monty Williams. Monty Williams is smart. I'm watching the adjustments he's making as well. And he knows when he knows the rotations to make at this point. Like I yep. know 
we were talking about him early in the season, but he really was just trying shit out too. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it might have, you know, it, something might have been working and he stopped doing it and then he started doing it again. But he was just trying shit out to see what's going to work. It cost him the one C, but that didn't matter because Utah sucks. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there you go. But, um, yeah, I don't know if you want to do this strategy with a team that's missing such an important player that may come. If he was just out for the playoffs, it'd be one thing. But he has a likelihood of coming back sometimes. So, I don't know if this is the strategy to take, but. Again, they were down 0-2 in each series so far. They won all of them, so who am I to doubt this king? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the biggest the biggest thing to me really is the Terrence Mann playing only 27 minutes because, like we said, he's replacing um, who we thought maybe the best player in the league, Kawhi Leonard. And with that being the case, he's still a younger guy. He's not used to it. He'll be fine. But you kind of want to, like, you know, kind of get him into the series a little slower. You don't want to just press the button, have him go, like, 40 immediately like he did um, in the game five and game six wins. And, again, and like I said, Marcus was struggling, but only 21 minutes for him. He has to play the five. On a, him and Batum kind of, you know what I mean? They both are kind of the five. But just, just, like, things like that, I'm just noticing. Now, I, I agree with you, though. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a strategy. Just saying this, I'm not going to. Like like you said, we can't doubt. You know, can't doubt. I can't doubt this king can't anymore. Doubt the goat. I can't. I can't yeah. doubt the, the best I'm coach of all time. What I will say though is, I was watching yesterday, man, and I didn't go in with the expectation of all. Oh, <clears throat> you know what I mean? There's no CP3. Or there's no Kawhi. I really didn't because yeah. Don did enough propaganda about this Paul George Devin Booker matchup. I was into it. But there were just points. I'm just looking that at who people. did me. You did you. Oh. You were the one who was like Paul George versus Devin gonna be lit. I didn't believe it. Well, I uh, until I watched the last two games of the series, I was like, all right, all right I'm in, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> <clears throat> but and so again, there were just points in this game where they both just went insane. Yeah, um, shooting both the- in the third quarter, really. And and I'm watching these teams, and they're just really well constructed, and I'm like, damn. Like, you even look at the numbers, like, nobody really played terrible. Like, they don't have glaring weaknesses. Like, I mean, this is the difference between conference finals team and those teams in the second round. And I think we're at that point where none of the teams, trying to think, have super-duper glaring weaknesses. And it was just crazy to look at because I was like, damn, all these guys, they really just go 50% out here for the Suns. It's crazy. (laughs) They always all – they're all like five of ten all the time. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking but, sense. But when a nigga needs to drop a 40-point triple double, he like, I yeah. got you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's pretty nuts. It honestly, <laughs> and again, we talked a lot about him. And the coaches did, you know, vote him for coach of the year. But Monty Williams and Ty Lu, it really is it's an amazing coaching battle we're watching out here. The like the other the series yeah. in the East is going to be a great coach versus a, a great player, but yeah. <laughs> this this series right here, these are two phenomenal coaching displays. I might I'm slowly leading Hawks now. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. 
if bro, it, the I mean nah. the prob the problem the, the problem is, is it's Chris Middleton. That's the whole it's, issue. It's not even Chris. No, it's Chris. Oh, 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 you're saying for the Hawks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris gonna was, kill them, and yeah. they're at home, so I can't really do it because he can go yeah. off for four home games. For yeah, home. exactly. Just kid him to the finals. <laughs> and if Giannis <laughs> gonna have a hurt knee, that is gonna fuck everything up too. Yeah. True. But um, I was thinking, I was thinking for the for the. The only way the Hawks are going to win this is if they can just exploit that dude. And I don't know if they'll just exploit Brooke. Oh, Trey won't. Oh, they're going to try. Yeah. Ooh, they are going, going to put him, him in endless pick and rolls with the hoop over his head. Yeah. Brooke might be quick enough to get there, though. I don't know about that. He might Brooke's, be. Brooke's pretty slow. I think he's a little quicker than me. He's not as good at anything, but I think he is. Anyway, though, y'all know what time it is. Let's get into it. Player of the day. This is going to be some tough ones, man. Coach of the day, game of the day, highlight of the day, dickhead of the day. We have a lot of candidates for all of these. Darnell, we're going to start with you. What you got? All right, so for my player of the day, I got to go with Devin Booker, 40 points, 13 rebounds, 11 assists, first career triple-double, getting the first win in the conference finals, so I'm going to go there. For my coach of the night, I got to go with Nate McMillan, just doing a good job of having the Hawks advance to the conference finals over Philly, being an underdog, so I'm giving credit there. For my game of the night, I'm going to go with, obviously, Brooklyn and Milwaukee. It was just crazy. Overtime, everything yeah. you would want. Superstars putting on superstar displays. So, for my highlight, probably the the game tying three by or two, long two by Kevin Durant. And for my dickhead of the day, I got to go with. I got to go with Matisse Steibel, man. Like, there was no play that was worse Damn, oh, the weekend and that of one, all the man, people like... on the team we blame him die ball. God damn, bro, that's what I'm lost not blaming the game. him. But it was <laughs> right in the grass the... before before that foul when you hit him on the top of the head. And I just remember thinking, like, man, I was dumb. That man passed up a dunk, and you giving him dickhead of the day. That's crazy. Bro. Can't be foul. You can't be fouling three point shooters, bro. I'm sorry. And Matisse, oh my God, Matisse, he was just trying too hard. He not. Hey man, I already said we'll gladly, we will gladly take him, gladly, happily take him. (laughs) No, happily, gladly, happily do your best of the days, please. (laughs) But um, all right, so let me see. So my uh, player of the weekend is going to go to – I'm going to give it to Devin Booker for his 40-point triple-double. Um, my coach of the weekend is obviously going to go to Nate McMillan for, you know, what he was able to accomplish out there, you know, getting another upset, even though the first one shouldn't have been an upset. But this one actually was an upset to everybody but Demetrius. Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> it really was my moment, man. It really, really was. It's all right. Game of the um, game of the weekend is gonna be um Nets versus Nets versus Bucks. They, they call you a, a pessimist. They called um, me a lot of things. Now I can yeah. call me correct. Nets Nets versus Bucks was my game of the weekend. That was one of the better games of the year, uh, the playoffs at least. Um, let me see, Dickhead. <sighs> let me see. I'm I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave him for you. So I ain't got one. But um, let me see. My highlight of the weekend. It'll definitely be that that fourth quarter. I mean that third quarter explosion by Devin Booker and Paul George because that shit really was insane. And Darnell already used the Kevin Durant one. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. My player of the weekend, man, it's going to Giannis Antetokounmpo, 40 points, 13 rebounds. He showed us all once and for all. This is why you try. You try for in these moments. Because in these moments, what you don't want to do is shoot only four shots. You want to shoot 24. Mamba mentality. fuck, Fuck all that other mess, bro. He had me. I was for a little bit. I was close. I was thinking about it. I was considering it. I was like, you know what? What is the point? Who cares about work, right? If, if, <laughs> if they both going to do all this and end up in the same spot, fuck that. <laughs> and fuck Ben Simmons. Giannis is my hero. My man can only do one thing, but damn it. He made that one thing as effective as possible. He said, you know what? I'm going to be able to do spins, and I'm going to get fouls, and I'm going to go to the free throw line. And I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to try as hard as I possibly can. Every dribble. And they needed every free throw he hit to get to overtime. And then he got one foul on Blake, and that was all he needed to do. It took everything. It took all of his might. Because keep in mind, again, bad shooters around him. Coached by Mike Budenhoser. But he did it. You know what, man? I'm rooting for Giannis all the way. I love Trey. Love me some Trey. Trey will have another opportunity, man. You know. Sorry, I'm starting to – You're trying to see a new goat. That's what you're trying to see. You're trying to see a new greatest of all time. Hey, man, I just respect hard work and effort. He tried – he wants – man, he if wants – If he won – you know what? If he did win this, that would be crazy for real with Chris Middleton out there. He is a home superstar, but damn. He's a Chris home Middleton superstar. Chris Middleton is not – Scotty Pippen, nor Kyrie Irving, nor Dwayne Wade. No. Nope. 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 Negative. So, Steph Curry, none of them. Or Katie, however you want to. None of them. Well, Clay, but yeah. Draymond Clay. Draymond Clay. I was thinking about the other part of the. Anyway, um, my game of the day, definitely Bucks Nets. Um, so, I don't know if you. Y'all probably could hear it. Last episode, man, I was recording in the hotel bathroom. That's how much dedication I had. But because of that, <laughs> it was our friend's uh, birthday, basically. And the game was going on <laughs> late, and they wanted to go out. It was double two of our friends actually had the same birthday. And we were just in Atlantic City, so they wanted to go out. And I'm watching the game. 
And I'm, we're like negotiating times going. I'm like, all right, all right, we can't leave till after the game. And I'm looking, and Katie hit that shot. Since I can't make a holiday because you already did. But Katie hit that shot. And I was just like, I was like, oh, we're going to overtime. And then she started yelling, all right, I don't care about blah, blah, we're leaving, we're leaving. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. I had to sneak back to my hotel room to watch the last five minutes of the game, which is honestly, <laughs> you watch basketball, you know that's 25 minutes. I knew I was getting yelled at. I knew how people were going to be mad at me because I was late. just didn't care. Man, tell them that you were, you were preparing for work. They're a new because I told them, oh, we didn't even say it yet on air. We are Spotify official. For God, say that. <laughs> Our Spotify official. Our Spotify is- official happened this weekend, man. I put in all the hours, man, to be putting in that work. Look at Yon. I'm Yon's. <laughs> Except I can man. hit free throws, I think. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that was it. That was the game of the week. That's game of the – we keep having game of the years. That's why I kind of don't want to say it yet. But that was game of the year so far, I think. Yeah, I'm really upset he didn't get his feet behind the line, though. That was the moment. That was the only down part. Um, coach of the yeah. last two days, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Nate McMillan. I mean, he did it. My man fought. My man had a ton of Pacers years for this moment. <laughs> He was like, man, I had to try to do this shit with some bonus. One thing I didn't realize, by the way, he went seven with some team with the Pacers. Because they said this was a second game seven. I was like, he went game – who the fuck did he go game seven with? But apparently he went to one game seven. He was looking in the eyes of the guy with the most game sevens in NBA history, which if that's not the worst stat, that's like having the most finals losses in NBA history or some, some shit. Wait, who got the most game sevens in history? Doc Rivers. Doc. Coached in the most game sevens in NBA history. Damn. <laughs> 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 what, what's his record? I think it's like eight and eight, actually. He's I, been in 16. 16? 16, yes. Or maybe this was his 15th. It was either his 15th or 16th. Oh, yeah. Doc Rivers game seven record. Nothing's more synonymous than Doc Rivers in a game seven that they about to lose. <laughs> <laughs> or win because KG. But because <laughs> he got 10 Hall of Famers. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the the whole to... team's going to be littered with Hall of Famers. He, he can snatch one ring. <laughs> it's just got to be more than two. Got to be more than three. Has he ever had three? Yeah, he had four. But he never Boston. had more than two in Boston games. So. Doc just needs one more Hall of Famer. Anyway, um, but yeah, so Naaman Miller was looking looking at greatness. That's why you don't trade Ben. You trade Tobias and try to get motherfucking try, – try your hardest. Anyway, Naaman Miller was looking at greatness in his eyes and Doc Rivers saw all them game sevens. He said, you know what? We, we went through all of it. He didn't even want to take this job, if you guys remember. Lloyd Pierce got fired. He's like, I don't know if I want to take the job, man. They just fired my bro. Lloyd was right. like, bro, take the job. He was like, all right, I will. 
I am a better coach than you. I just don't want to be disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> he took it. They, they started going crazy. And all the fight, man, the Hawks. So Mick said they're not give a fuck attitude, but their effort as well. They just kept making adjustments, kept making adjustments. They're banged up. They're hurt. Two of their best players done, you know, and oh, they just found a way. I just, I'm reading online. It says Sixers history in game seven isn't great unless they're at home. <laughs> Till now, baby. <laughs> My dickhead of the day. Yeah, There's so many, and it's all coming from one team. I'm trying to think. I give it to like five people. Yeah. All right. Uh, ben Simmons passing up the dump. Boom. Doc Rivers for just being just a grumpy old man. And blaming. And yeah. blaming everybody oh. but himself. <laughs> that sounds like to me. Sounds like Paul George saying he's not the coach we need. Damn. Um, the fans for chanting for chanting about Brooklyn. My friends. My my friends for telling me that the Hawks were not an issue. And y'all could be another one. <laughs> oh wait my last dickhead my last dickhead though Dwight Howard okay go ahead my true highlight of the weekend is Tyloo making it there's not <laughs> just because he really showed me he just because, bro, I was talking all that shit all year. I was like, damn, they just took away Doc and didn't even replace him. You know what? They replaced him with a goat. <laughs> they did. Yo, and these assistants go crazy. Hey, y'all replaced motherfucking Brett Brown with Doc Rivers and thought he was about to do something different. In fact, he might. I don't even know if he's better than Brett Brown at this point. He's Brett Brown with a better plan A. Brett Brown had a worse team to work with, aside from the one year that Jimmy was there. No, he did not have a worse team than that. Last year, last year's team was worse than this year's team. And the year before was the Jimmy Butler Kawhi. Shot. We can have the discussion another day. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not. At this point, man, Brett Brown over Doc. I don't even care. All right, whatever. You're just wrong, but that's okay. You're not too far off. Because Brett Brown never took him to the one seed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Brett Brown with the better plan A. Both went to game seven. (laughs) He didn't have Jimmy Butler. But all right. Whatever. Um, And they also were playing the champions, not the Hawks. It's a He had Steph Curry. He has Stephen Wardell Curry on his team. And my highlight of... The last two days. It's more of a low light, but I never thought I'd see this. The Brook Lopez shot that he didn't shoot. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. And the, the, the reason it's a highlight and he's not dickhead, it will be forgotten in history because Giannis tried that hard. He just erased <laughs> that man's sins. 
But let me tell you something, man. <laughs> when I tell you I've never been more amazed from watching the game, I've never been more amazed that someone didn't shoot the ball. I thought I'd seen it all with JR. But damn it, at least my man was blazed. And it was the moment. Bro, at least, motherfucker. Ben Sim, even Ben Sim is missing that shit. I was like, damn, he really ain't shoot that. But Brooke, I was like, damn, you really just folded the whole entire The whole game looked lost. <laughs> the entire game was like, this idiot is blue and cold. We not, we not going to the finals because it is too, bro. The, the same nigga we've been saying all season can't play yep. <laughs> in the series. And they fought through all of it for that. Amen. Really never going to learn. I mean, he might win a ring. Fuck it. I don't even care. Pulling hoes are really about to be a championship winning coach. I just don't see it. That's why I'm starting to think Hawks. <laughs> Bruno's were straight about to get fired. I can't just say he's going to championship now. They were bad down the stretch. Oh, no. That's not a good sign against these niggas. Exactly. Um, but, hey, man, thank you guys uh, so much for listening. We appreciate the support. Countries across the globe. Platforms, man. Apple Music. Now Spotify. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So for Darnell Jones and for Dom, this was Demetrius, and uh, have a good one. Later. Triple D's deuces.